show planned for y'all today, man. man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a lot of dope guests today. The big homie Zoe, as well as other people. Are right, you gonna watch the show? Or are you gonna? Ah. <laughs> I was gonna tell everybody to turn the turn the ringers on. Man, um, man, let's hop to it, man. Let's hop to it. Fuck it, we gonna hop straight into it because that's what we did before. Um, I'm gonna start this off with a with a quote that I like. You know what I'm saying? And the quote says, "Often in close relationships, the subject being discussed is not the subject at all." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. And a lot of times when you get into a situation and you play your role, people think that that's who you are. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, who you are and what you do, to me, in my opinion, is two totally different things. You're a man before anything, you know what I'm saying? So, as everybody knows, I was recently in, in Studio 5150 with, with two people that I love, and it was a little bit of conflict. A lot of it is, is, is deeper than we would all know, and I don't really want to go into those details, but I do want to give some clarity um, to the situation on a non-biased p- platform. Um, for you know, Zoe to speak his mind on the issue, and the first question that I have, that I feel you know, is, what do you think is the real issue? To be honest, man, I I, I don't even know what the real issue is. What I do know is, and I'm I'm a, I'm a quote uh, one of my my favorite authors. It's a husband and wife team. They got a book called Loyalty to Yourself. They says. Uh, it's not the issue that is your issue. It's how you respond to the issue that is your issue. Mm. So for me, I play my position because that's how I was taught to do radio. Right. I don't know what my brother Corey is going through. I do know I ain't got nothing but love for him. Uh, but like you said, I'm a man first. The disrespect is palpable. And it's like, Listen, man, if you if you had a problem with me this whole time, pull me to the side. Right. For real. Pull me to the side. Right. I heard I heard my brother say that uh he, you know, animosity was building is the term that he used. Right? Well, if I'm if I'm your bro, you know, you don't let animosity just build. Right. You say, hey man, I feel this kind of way. About this particular situation, whether it's Grady, right? Hey, I feel this way about how you handling the Grady situation right? on air. Maybe you should handle it different. Okay, cool. You you pull me to the side. I got you. Or if it's the Aries Spears situation. Hey, man, this is how I feel with regards to the money I spent, right? See, a lot of people sit around thinking oh Zoe didn't have counsel right or Corey just had counsel lawyers dealing with that but I have my own counsel too right and to address what he said about leaving him high and dry one thing about me if I did something fucked up I'm going to take responsibility for it right you hear me take responsibility on air you hear me take responsibility off air and with Corey, I'm doing exactly what I'm saying I wish the brother would have did with me. Right. There were many, many occasions where I said, hey, man, I feel bad about how I responded to Aries. Right. And I owe you for that. Right. There have been many occasions when I found out just how much he spent. Right. I said, hey, man, I owe you for that. 
So that's my next question. But do, legally, oh, go ahead. Do you owe Corey twenty thousand dollars? Me? Yes. I owe him on principle. Definitely on principle. You know why? That's that man's show. And I am responsible for how I behave. That's that man's show. Right. And I consider that man a friend. Right. So definitely, on principle, I owe him that. But legally, this is what I was advised. Definitely. Okay. He asked, could you write a letter? I went into my iPhone notes. I wrote that letter. October 31st, 2017. I wrote that letter. And I was going to send that letter to Corey. My people said, don't send that. Your lawyer. Yeah. Right. My legal advice said, don't send that. Now, I can't get into the details of why not to send that. But guess who I told? I told Corey. I said, my people said I, I shouldn't send this. Right. This isn't advantageous for me. Right? Now, I reached out to my legal team, and I'm waiting for them to hit me back to let me know if the case was dismissed with or without prejudice. Because I forgot right. if it was or not. If it's dismissed with prejudice, I can talk about the details of why I, I couldn't send that letter. Right. If it's, dis it's dismissed without prejudice, I can't talk about it. Right. And so that was one of the things that bothered me quite a bit. Why are we talking about it? Right. Can we stop talking about it? Right. Because if we don't know if it's with or without prejudice or we don't remember, or I know I don't remember. Right. Right. Why am I going to talk about something that could possibly spark another case right so i said let me just shut the fuck up now who i wasn't quiet with was Corey. i told Corey these things i love the brother man i, I want to see Corey win i want to see the brother do everything he got y'all got more questions for me because i I'm, I'm with it i'm with answering it definitely 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 okay i got i got a few questions okay <clears throat> So I feel like this should always be like a teachable moment, you know what I'm saying? So how how would you suggest someone in this situation, a young brother in this situation, handle this problem? Listen, man, <laughs> this is what my life has been about. I got my homeboy Broadway back here. Broadway. James B. Way in the house. The legend. I got my homeboy Chris back here. I got my cousin Craig over there. Let me just say this, man. These are three people who have seen a transformation in how I used to be. See, oftentimes niggas want to get on the radio and, and, and try to build a character out of you, right? I'm already a character, right? I'm already a motherfucking character. Why? Because I'm sitting here playing a role because that's how I was trained to do on radio. You're the voice of reason, brother. You the voice of reason. On radio, my job, if I'm a guest on somebody's show, or as the two guard, as we explained before we went on, on, on camera, my job is to make the point guard look good. This Corey show, I'm, I'm going to try to make you look good. I'm going to try to play my position. My position is the voice of reason. I'm going to drop science. I'm going to drop information. Yeah. 
That's what I'm gonna do. Right. 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 So, again, I would tell youngsters where there is disrespect, and you know somebody might be harboring something, and you know somebody might not really fuck with you or feel you like that. Get out early, right? Because you can't prove to a motherfucker that you're a good person. Because you can't see or experience yourself through their eyes. Right. Whatever they got going on, whatever issue they may have going on, you can't see for them. You can't, like, this is who I really am. You can't, right, right. You can't bang the drum. I like, do that with bitches all the time and never work. Right? You understand? I'll be trying to get bitches. My, my godmother told me the coldest shit I ever heard. She said, uh, she said you can't teach a motherfucker how to love you. You can't teach a motherfucker how to appreciate you. You can't teach a motherfucker how to show you respect. Hey, this is how you respect me. Right. Like, wait a minute, I'm just following some guidelines, faking. Right. Either they respect you or you or they don't. And one of my biggest issues is I tend to hang in there. Right. I can see it, I can sense it, but I tend to hang in there like, well, maybe if I show a little more, right. you'll you'll change your view of me. Right. Because ultimately, I'm about helping people, dog. Right. That's what I'm about. Questions? All right, this is a man question. Because all niggas size each other up. That's just what we do. June walked in. I'm like, this nigga's 6'5", 280. I already know I got to stay on the outside with this big nigga. Because he might just, you know what I mean? He might try to dump me on my back. You know what I mean? So every nigga size, this is, this, that's just what we do. Uh, can you whoop Corey? <laughs> Let me say this. <laughs> Let me say this. <laughs> Let me say this, and, 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 and I'm going to keep it 100. I don't give a fuck. I like that. See, for me, it's not about the win. It's about let's do it and get it over with so we can get back to normal. Right. I done lost fights. You understand what I'm saying? I done lost fights with, with motherfuckers. But one of my greatest tactics in fighting is that I've been underestimated. Right. That's, that's I think I'm 200 pounds, 6'1". Underestimate if you want to. Right, definitely. Right? And, and I've done, you know, I've I, I done some shit. Like I said, my niggas is here. I, I, For me, it feels like I got to bring niggas to talk for me. Yeah. Because niggas only know... The nigga on the microphone. Right. And I don't want to see that. I don't, I'm not putting that out there because I want to see that. I don't want to see it but, either. But I'm about fairness. And Corey, you know, Corey said a certain thing. And I just got to give you a, a chance to respond to that same thing. Because as long as I'm around, I, that, I, I'm, I'm stepping in the middle of that. As long Here's as y'all don't... the thing, man. This brother got a 10-year-old son, started playing ball. My son started playing ball at 10. I got into fights on the motherfucking court with my son there. Right. And on some man shit, what did I do? I pulled all the motherfuckers that was on the court together, and they rallied around my son. We right. apologized to every man on the court. Right. Why? Because men get heated. Men fight. Right. Right? In my mind, no, I, hey, let's fight Corey. No, hey, Corey, if we can't reason, if we can't be respectable, you heard me say on the show. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just go outside and, and work it out. Right. And then after it's over, we cool. Right. Right. That's that's my mindset. This ain't a, oh, I'll beat Corey's ass. He said that on this show. Right. But when I offered him the hands, he didn't say it on his show. Right. 
I was right there. Okay. Not because I'm Billy Badass. No, no. Just, hey, if this is the only way we can solve it, let's solve it that way. Sometimes it has to happen. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes. And like I said, man, I, I, I love the nigga. Well, my sister, the crazy bitch, she was pregnant. I was <laughs> I was nine. She was 16. And that's the last ass whooping I took. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she beat me, nigga. She whooped me while she was eight months pregnant, nigga. Her and my niece jumped it, nigga, bro. But well, when Craig, I'm saying Craig, it. Craig, Craig, hold on. Hey, real quick. Dozy is here, y'all. Yay. What's up? What up? What up? Chet, 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 Bequino, man. Hey. Real quick, so I want to address some of the cap shit. And on the show, it all it does seem like when you do get frustrated, the first thing you want to do is just fight. And from out, my perspective comes from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. So there's a quote that says, adversity doesn't build character, reveals it, right? From the outside looking in, it looks like you want to fight on other people's dime, meaning that it's in they shit. If shit gets fucked up, they're covering the bill on it. Mm -hmm. What do you say to people that think that? I just think they don't understand uh, the nature of this rogue radio podcast shit that we're doing, mm -hmm. right? At the end of the day, me losing control and being angry and using anger as a means to solve problems is a spiritual demotion for me. So I, at times, I don't think, oh, this is somebody's space, right? Because one of my biggest Achilles heel is disrespect. I've been with my brother Corey for 10 years. And I've endured a lot. Slights, marginalization, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. And at some point, when other motherfuckers come into the uh, studio, namely Aerie Spears, who also view the show, in his mind, that's the environment. That's the fucking punching bag over there because the environment has already been established. Here I am playing my position, you know, as you know, I'm your number two or right. your number three, wherever you put me, right? I'm gonna play my position. But when guys come in from outside of that circle, we have and a motherfucking baseline is established. Oh, this is the nigga to fuck with. Not if I don't know you, right? Yeah. Not if we ain't got no motherfucking yeah. rapport. Well, yeah, now yeah. sometimes you got to establish yourself. Like, who are you talking to, yeah. nigga? Like, this, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Who, who are you talking to? Okay, so then I want to I want to ask you because you do say you're the voice of reason sometimes. Yeah, I so, say it. Yeah, sometimes. you said. <laughs> yeah. So you say I'm Joe Williams, the voice of reason sometimes. I'm gonna speak to the sometimes because when niggas sometimes me, I don't I don't fuck with niggas that sometimes me. Right. So I want to know what else do you sometimes. So what they saying? I'm gonna talk about loyalty, right? So I've known Dozy <laughs> for 12 plus years, right? Mm -hmm. If there's a nigga I don't fuck with, he already know protocol. You don't fuck with him either. Mm -hmm. It looks like from the outside looking in, you fucking with niggas that your man don't fuck with. Right. So are you sometimes in the friendship? No. I'm 100% on the friendship. Mm -hmm. But this is my definition of friendship. It's, it's higher than territorialism and hierarchy. Exactly. Right? If you bring a motherfucker around and he proves to me to be solid, now we all wearing the same jersey. If you now have an issue with him, I'm going to need y'all two to do just like the Nation of Islam tells their brothers to do. You know what they tell their brothers to do? What they tell them? They say, look, 
Y'all motherfuckers go outside and walk around the block together and don't touch each other. Work it out and then come back. Right. That's how it should go. You got an issue with the brother Grady. I don't have an issue with him. Let me tell you where loyalty comes from. Loyalty and trust comes from fear. That's where skepticism, right, cynicism, right, all this, oh, who the fuck is that? Oh, who'd you bring around me? Who'd you, wait a minute, dog. What are you scared of? If we brothers, shouldn't we work together to resolve whatever the issue might be? Right. Why go on the fucking platform and I said it on the radio. This is COVID. You about to talk about this man's livelihood and try to uh, denigrate his character and fuck his livelihood up because you got a beef? Stay off the air. Even if you said, and, and Corey said he went off the air, talked to him. Corey said he still was talking. Okay, then go back to your brother. Right. If we about this brother shit, Right. If we're about empowering the community, that's what I'm about. Right. So if we're about that, what we got a one attempt quota. I attempted to do it once and it didn't work. So fuck it. Let's get online and really try to tear the motherfucker down. One second. Hey, Dunk, let me, let me have him sit right here because he seemed confused about that comment you said about uh, it coming from fear. Yeah, so man. go ahead, sit down. If you got a question, man, go ahead and ask so he can help clarify. Me just, let me understand the clarity of that. Because I, go ahead, ask the question. Ask I don't yeah. want to disagree, but I don't... Oh, no, it's all... Oh, no, no, no. no, no, no. You're good, brother. I don't actually see how loyalty and trust comes from fear because I'll, the people that I'm loyal to and the people that I trust, I don't fear them at all. Right. So let me let me go deeper into it. It's more psychological than anything else. Loyalty is conditional for most people. Indeed. It's rare you find motherfuckers with unconditional loyalty. I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm loyal. I'm down. Four mm. flat tires. Mm -hmm. Loyalty is conditional. And what is it conditioned on? What are the conditions? What is it based on? What, what, what you do for me. What one knows about the other. What one knows about the other, how you can use this shit against me, how you can trap me, how you can disrespect. That's fear-based. Right. If you're living in your truth, it doesn't matter what somebody else can expose you on. Right. Or talk about you on. Right? right. But a lot of people have a lot of shit to protect. Right. From a different culture then I guess. No, I understand. My loyalty and trust. It's different. It's not based on no fear that he's gonna tell that I shot this dude down the street because he has. He's all, if he can say that, he can also say that the motherfucker that I shot down the street shot at me ten times before I got to him to shoot his ass. Exactly. That one time when I got him. So exactly. it's not based on a fear that he's gonna tell or out me or have me under the bus. Right. Whatever my deeds are, I own up to them. Whether somebody's gonna tell on me or not, that's called integrity. So that's called doing the right thing when nobody ain't looking. And I love that. Integrity is standing on what you believe. Absolutely. That's what you're doing right now. You have a belief system and you standing on it. Now, that's integrity. Loyalty is conditional because it's based off of some kind of transaction. For me, if I'm going to fucking be loyal to somebody, I must first be loyal to myself. 
It's a lot of niggas Absolutely. who will surround Absolutely. themselves with people to protect an image, to protect an ideology, but they're not really true to themselves. Indeed. So it's, it's impossible for them motherfuckers to give loyalty. Right. When I say it's fear-based, right? Who you, how many times have you heard a motherfucker say, hey, you see that kind of nigga? You see how this nigga dealt, dealt with whoop-de-whoop or dealt with somebody else? What makes you think they ain't going to deal with you like that? Right. Mm -hmm. That's a fear-based mindset. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And most people have that mindset. I'm not saying this is uh, uh, an absolute principle, but this is what I've observed, especially in this situation. I'm not a nigga that's going to be like, you got to be loyal to me. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask for that. That's right. not something you can make as a relationship standard. Right. But is that a bad? Is that a bad thing? No. Nah. It's either you're loyal, or you're not. Right. Right. right? Either right. you have integrity, right. or, or you, you don't. don't. Right. Right. Everybody don't have it. That's what. And that's what I'm saying. Right. So here, you know, hey man, you got to be loyal. I got to have no. real ones around me. That's a perimeter. To me. That's a security perimeter. That's a security perimeter. Security is based in fear. It's a perimeter. If yeah. I'm always yeah. pursuing security, that means internally I'm insecure. Secure. Right. Mm. Definitely. But truly it's not because if I'm here by myself and everybody here is six foot five and I hold my ground like I'm a six foot five person, then there is no fear here. And that's I'm five confidence. seven and a half. That's, that's right. Called respect. See, that's, confidence. that's confidence. That now that's confidence. Now watch the flip of this. Cause I love the questions the brothers ask. Yeah, he I on point. It. Yeah. Hey man, first before we go further, man, tell the world who you are, man. I'm Bronco. Bronco, what's happening, hey. Bronco? Bronco from off the east side of Wax. I'm part of the Banging on Wax, the Nationwide Rip Riders, the Rep Your Sets, yeah. all of them platinum underground culture albums from the Buzz and the Crips and shit like that. Man, so, make sure y'all go tell night, them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram, um, Bronk the Great. Okay. I love this shit. Yeah. Um, this is how I get out. <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, thank you, bro. Hell yeah. So we got a project. June Dog and I have a project. I'm a bloody crip, and we on the same team. Right. For this black same team, right? We wearing the same jersey. And that's yeah. absolutely. Come on, man. Yeah. And that's the theme of the show, man. The theme of the show is unity. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I had the homie June come on here. Because I was a fan of his first, and when he told me about that project, I felt like this was a perfect crossroads for the topic that we're talking about today. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So, so can, I, can I answer? Of course, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Confidence, man. That's something that comes from the inside. I don't need to accumulate nothing. I don't need to accumulate a crew. The shit just comes from the inside. It's who the fuck I am. But then there's also the flip of that. The confidence man who is a con artist. Nigga, if I got a business card that says confidence on it, I'm not confident. <laughs> if I got to tell you I'm confident, I'm not confident. If I got to promote, nigga, my chest. Nigga, I ain't scared of nobody in this motherfucker. I just thought I'd let y'all know. You understand what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, you're Take a bitch-ass nigga, straight out. Yeah. Yeah, if I yeah. if I got to fucking promote my confidence, you dealing with somebody that's not confident. Absolutely. Right. right. If I got to tell y'all big and bad, I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Well, what, what, what are we doing? Well, well, so look, what Corey expressed on the show is that he doesn't think you're capable of paying him back. 
the twenty thousand. I know he don't. So in his mind, he, th he even thinks if you did have it, you still wouldn't give it to him. So I want to, I want to ask. Of course, you this. I would. But I want to, I want to ask you this because there's a lot of people that donated to your GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Oh, great it question. It raised up to thirty nine thousand dollars, and they feel that you didn't do what you promised to do them. Right. So maybe Corey's saying that because he saw you get a lick at thirty nine thousand, mm -hmm. and didn't and didn't create that studio. Right. So what do you say to the to your supporters and the and the donors that donate to that and they're looking for this and it's been now three years? Man, that's that's a beautiful question. And what I learned about Corey is I had to be very careful about what I share. Because I love my brother. Right. But he is the comedian's comedian. He is one of the greatest comedians of all fucking time. Fact. Most definitely. I will put that out there. Greatest com one of the greatest comedians of all time. I heard motherfucking Chris Rock and, and Dave Chappelle talk about him. Legend, for sure. They nobody wants to follow Corey Holcomb. He's that fucking. I follow you, nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I but tell yeah, you this. I tell you this. I would never reveal too much of anything to Corey about what I'm doing because I saw him take shit back to the radio. Right. Speaking of the 38, 39 grand, only eight of it has been spent. Five grand was spent on Frank, my engineer at the time. Right. Three grand was spent on equipment and cameras, and thirty grand is in an account. Right. Mm. But why would I say that to Corey? Right. See, this is what capping is about. Why would I tell Corey what I'm doing with that money? Right. I heard him say, "Oh, he got the money, and then he bought a car." From 2005 until 2019, I got three books out. That all are still selling well. Definitely. Right? Not well enough to give this man 20 grand. Corey just recorded a motherfucking documentary with me that I'm pitching to Netflix. Mm. He don't think I can get a lick? Right. Everybody talk about the nigga go, he, yeah. hey, Zoe can't get a lick. Hey. Zoe ain't gonna get no lick. He's just, he just filmed a documentary with me. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And again, I want to pay him. Right. Even though that's your studio. If it was done in some other studio, that studio would be liable. Right. But I'm not playing the legal game with Corey. I'm saying, nigga, I'm gonna hit the lick. And I'm going to give you bread. Right? There's some people out on the internet talking shit about me now. Talking about the 38 grand. I got 30 of it in an account. Let them know, Zoe. They, let, let them know, Zoe. I got a question for you, Zoe. Because my whole point of view throughout this whole situation has always been, anytime you see something happening big in front of you, if the people watching are attracted to what's going on, that's because there's a learning lesson involved. There's always learning lessons involved in all this shit. What were some of the learning lessons that some of the early returns on learning lessons that you've had Wait. over the last week and a half when let, it comes to a lot of this shit? Let me, let me address that and let me address the chat room. Chat room is saying, then give him the 20K. I'm like, Not from the motherfucking GoFundMe. Right. Because that right. money be is for the studio. Yeah, right. right. 
That's y'all money that y'all donated to him. Audience. Back, right. yeah, that's that would be different. illegal, people. Yeah, all right? The niggas that say it do so, it is the ones that didn't donate. So, it, it, so, you know, hey, the people, the people saying that right. y'all mama been donating for church for 50 years ain't got shit back. Chill on this nigga when it comes right. to what. You got donated. Y'all ain't got no new robes, that. no new yeah. pews, nothing. Anyway, every act of communication is a miracle of translation, right? DeWan always says that there's 7 billion different people on this planet, and there's seven, that means that there's 7 billion different perceptions. Right. So it's not, it's not a, it's, it, it's common for people to have a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, with this sort of a misunderstanding, how can we progress from this? That goes back to the lessons learned. The reality of it is, what are we doing this for? I've helped thousands of motherfuckers on my platform. When we started the Zowat show in 2012, dude, thousands. We we promoted black-owned businesses for almost five years for free. Mm. You got 20 minutes doing that shit. Yeah. For free. Again. The misnomer about me out in the public wasn't created by me. Right. Although I participated in the perception by not speaking up sooner. Right. Do you understand? So again, the lesson I'm saying is, brothers, if we gonna be about helping people, like call out Stephen A. Smith. Call him out. Say, nigga, what you doing? Talking reckless about our people. But then when you have an opportunity to talk with him, really talk to him about it. Right. Right? Is that going to hurt somebody to, to really have, hey, man, let's sit down. The universe don't play no games. We here at the same place at the same time. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss for real. Nah, let's turn it into a joke. Right. And then claim to be and then claim to be like, I stand on it. Right. Sorry. It's all good. Right? And let me just say, as a friend, y'all tell me, Brandon, you tell me. You see your boy out here, and he living foul, or he fucking up. As a friend, you not going to stand up to him? Of course I would. That's what friends do. Right? right? Corey has come to me. And stand and stood up to me before. Me and R listen, the Riza Islam and Young Pharaoh situation. Both those brothers was mad at me. I both of them mad. Young Pharaoh mad because he felt like I was protecting Riza. Riza mad because he felt like I was protecting Young Pharaoh. So Riza stopped talking to me, and right. I brought Riza to the fifty one fifty show. Right, right. I helped RZA get his book published. Right. I called Corey and said, yo, man, you got RZA coming up there? He said, yeah. I said, should I come? Let me know. He said, man, you ain't ever got to worry about no shit like that. Nigga, just come. He said, holla at that young man. And I did. Right. And me and RZA squashed it. Because I told RZA, it's not my intent to make you look bad or make this other brother look bad. My thing is, if y'all got beef, let's not do it on the air. Right. Yeah. That was a conversation that should have been off air. Straight out. Then, then motherfuckers Straight is like, out. oh, Zoe capping. 
Nigga, if you go to my studio down in Inglewood, where I record my show, them niggas don't even have phone lines. Right. right. I had RZA on my phone talking into the lavalier because he wanted to defend himself. Right. I, I got a question. How would you suggest someone... No, I already asked that question. How can a person recognize when it's them talking as opposed to their ego? This is great. Because your ego is who you think you are. Your ego is who people think you are. An ego is a euphemism for a mask. The real you is going to tell your ego... Keep up the good work. You fooled them. They don't know who you really are. Right. You're doing a good job. You got through security. Right. Right? When I see people like that, the problem with me is here I am thinking I can help motherfuckers by talking. There is no amount of talking that can lead you past the precipice of doing your own work. Wow. If you hear me say some dope shit, but because you have an insecurity about me or you're suspicious of me and then somebody else comes on your show and says the exact same shit and you applaud them. Why aren't you addressing your issue with the brother that's sitting right next to you for 10 years straight? Hmm. What we doing? But I'm real. I'm not a cap. I tell the truth. I stand on it. No. You got an issue with me and you're not speaking on it. And you say you don't smile with niggas. But you smile with me. Why would you do that? If you respected me, you would go, I got too much respect for you to let you continue to do what I think is this. Can you bring clarity? Right. And then there we go. We got a conversation. So let me ask you this, because uh, everything always tends back to the, 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 the 20K. Mm -hmm. How much of the 20K have you paid them back yet? First off, everybody's talking about 20K. But I talked to Corey the moment I found out how much he paid, and I said, I'm going to pay you back. In full or in, in payments? I'm going to pay you back. I didn't make up no payments. I didn't do none of that shit. This ain't Rent-A-Center. <laughs> I, I didn't do none of that shit. I just told him straight up, I'm going to pay you back. Right? Them motherfuckers looking for me right now. Right? Man. <laughs> but, but, but guess what? I got to say that. Every single time. He even said, listen, every single time he said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But sometimes don't, people... Don't worry about but it. I, that ain't shit, Zo. I had to do that. But, Zo, sometimes people will say that to people if they feel they don't have it. But so again, I've, I've gotten stuff for people where I'm like, hey, don't, don't even worry, bro. Like, do, do I, does it mean I don't want it? Yeah, I want it. They can give it to me, but... But I, then why I say it? It's a gesture. Okay, it's a, but it, is, it, is it a false gesture? Not, not necessarily. See, but that's but my, my point is, if you say to me on multiple occasions, he even said it on the radio when I said I'm going to pay you back. Oh, nigga. If you say to me, don't worry about it, does that mean I don't owe you anymore? No, that what? means that I'm not worried about it because I'm not thirsty. That don't mean you Right, you still owe I'm it. I'm not tripping. Right, and I, and I understand that part too. I'm not tripping. If you're not tripping, cool. 
What's going to happen is, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get the money, and then I'm going to give it to you. Now, once I give you the money, are you going to harp on it continuously? Or are you going to let it go? I would hope it gets let go. But what I'm saying is, let, let's say at one point you have an extra two grand. Mm -hmm. Why not shoot? Why, why, does it, why does he have to wait for the whole amount? Well, I'll tell you this. This is what, and this is why I see it as a cap, too. I'm taking care of my son. That's not Corey's problem. Let me, uh, it's not. But listen to what I'm saying. You, you asking, where's this extra two? Absolutely. Where this extra two grand coming from, right? Right? <laughs> there is no extra two grand when you take care of your son, you take care of his girl, and you take care of his baby <clears throat> while he get his motherfucking professional career off the ground. Right, right. Right? There is no motherfucking two grand. Just put, you just put extra right. on the two thousand that I got at the house that I got to spend on somebody right. else. So don't put extra on right. extra don't go with that two grand. Straight up, they we, don't. Right? Here, here's a community. Here's here's a here's a quote by that George. Two thousand that I could spend on a new paint or right. a new chain or right. some new earring or give Corey two two thousand out of twenty. That's, That's right. Two thousand that I got at the house for frosted flakes and what if diapers and, 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 and what if she needs yeah. some motherfucking this okay. or that? Right. What are you talking about? Every dollar I get don't go towards the fucking bills. Especially sure, second, if you second. told me ten times. One second. Make sure y'all smash the like button. Make sure y'all smash the like button. We need that, man. Yeah, it yeah, helps yeah. with the like algorithm. This shit, if y'all like this shit and share this shit, Brandon and Craig gonna go to Hawaii to match their shirts. So oh, like, fuck you, nigga. Like this shit and yeah. share it, all right? All right, okay. But So here's something that I want everybody to participate in answering this question or give me an example of, 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 of a time you've been in a situation. There's a quote by George Bernard Shaw that says, the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place, mm. right? So I feel like what's happening from my perspective is there just, there's two different styles of communication. And a lot of times we think we say something and it's clear to us right. based on how we think and how we internalize information. Right. But the person receiving it may have a completely different way of learning, adapting, and processing information. Absolutely. Facts. And that's what Facts. I'm working to do in this situation because I recognize the difference in the patterns of thinking. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Corey thinks like me, very similar to me, where we're comedians. You know, we think in, term, we think in allegorical terms. You know, we, we learn through stories. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Zoe is a very detail-oriented, analytical thinker, and he, he does tons of research. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's where the miscommunication is coming into play. I don't know what's happening, you know, when we don't see y'all, mm -hmm. but that's what this platform is for, and I appreciate you answering these questions. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I don't know what's going to happen from here yeah. moving on forward, but I want to tell you I love you, brother. I love Corey as well. If y'all resolve it, that's between y'all. I would I, love to resolve it, but right. I know what it's going to take. Right. Mm. I got to give him the bread. Right. And I'm going to give him the bread based on integrity alone. Right. If I sit there and say, come do my documentary, bro. Right. And I tell him what my plans are. I tell him, yo, I'm going to get this to Marcus King. Right. I'm going to get this to some other niggas that's high in the game, and we're going to get this Netflix deal. Right. Right. If I do that and I say, once I get the Netflix deal, I'm going to give you that bread just because you took care of that. Mm -hmm. right. And you say, all right, cool. But then get on the radio and say, I'm ducking you. Right. I can't duck you if I'm there for three years sitting right next to you. Right. That's to me. That's a problem. 
You felt like I was ducking you while you smiling? Come on, man. Don't do that. Right. Then you're just going to put out false information. Right. Ozo got his start on my platform. What? Yeah. Come on, man. I started with the foxhole. Mm. In 2007, 2006, I did Black Men Revealed. Right. Right? I did both seasons of Black Men Revealed. From 2006, Black Men Revealed, Marcus King called me and said, hey, bro, do the foxhole. I fell out with Jamie Foxx. We didn't have, we didn't, we didn't bond. We didn't, we didn't click because he was on some weird shit. Right. Then Marcus put me on Speedy's Comedy Corner. I stayed on Speedy's Comedy Corner for a year and a half. That's where I met Corey. Right. Then Marcus King came back to me and said, yo, bro, we want to give you your own show. Because you're one of the most popular niggas on the Speedy's Comedy Corner. I said, bet. April 10th, 2008 was the premiere of The Voice of Reason. Jamie Foxx was on my show. Earthquake was on my show. Iyanla Van Zant was on my show before Corey was. Right. Mm. I built my platform before Corey built his. Mm. To say, oh, I blew you up right. is a cap. Mm. And how you going to say, just think about it. How you going to say, bruh? You the weakest link. Mm. And I only keep you around because you intelligent. You can't keep an intelligent, an intelligent man somewhere he don't want to be. Right. And if I'm intelligent, how am I going to let you use me for my intelligence? Right. Brother, I'm there in support of you. Come on, brother. Come on. Listen, we got to stop with the fuck shit. Mm. I'm down to sit with Corey, to speak with Corey, to embrace Corey like a brother. I'm down for I'm down to do that with Aerie Spears. But what I'm not down for is don't try to denigrate my character. Oh, I'm not the voice of reason cuz I get angry? Right. To be conscious, who said it? Was it James Baldwin? Who yeah. said this? To be conscious in America. James Baldwin. James Baldwin, right? Yeah. To be conscious in America is to be constantly enraged. Mm. And if we focused on the real shit, the real shit that's going the fuck on, how do we have time to talk about Grady capping or if Grady cheated or if Grady's a GD or if Zoe is broke? Right. Nigga. You you want to talk about broke? Can I can I just do this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. You want to talk about broke? Broke is having to work. Mm, do you understand? Period. Having to work all the fucking time. If my brother Corey said one of the most profound things ever, when the money gets low, the hungriness shows. Right. Listen, if Hollywood has closed the door and you got to stay on the road. Is that wealthy? Mm. We all broke in America as black people. We got 2.6% of the nation's wealth. Right. White people have $100 trillion in this economy. Black people have less than three. And you talking about broke? We all broke. But let me tell you where I'm not broke. My granddaughter. My son. Got through school because I was there every day. That's wealth, dog. So you got motherfuckers talking about Zoe hiding in a book. 
Nigga, that's one of the worst euphemisms ever told about black people. You want to hide something, put it in a book. Nigga, you hide behind your books. Nigga, I reveal myself in the books. Go ahead. Read it, nigga. Read the book. <laughs> Read it, nigga. That's 100. That's 100. So, somebody in the chat says, Zo, go get a job. <laughs> nigga, my platform. Fuck it. Let me just say, my platform is a job. Straight out. I turn it into something that does generate something. Mm. So what the fuck you mean? Go get a job. A you tune in. Slave mentality, man. And that's a yeah, that's a good point, though, because for those people in the chat room, like a lot, of, you know, I'm not. You can say I, I'm talking about. We don't. We do not. We're not playing sides when it comes to this. And all things have things. It's a lot of game that Zoe is dropping if you're choosing not to choose sides. If you're just listening to what's going on, see what's going on. Because half you niggas talking, oh, your grandmama. Y'all, matter of fact, most of y'all niggas stole out your granny's purse when y'all was, was, when right. y'all was being born. So yeah. stop all of that bullshit talking and stuff like that. Listen to the man. Listen to both sides. Formulate your own opinion. But at the same time, find out the lessons in it that are for you. And take that shit back to your house and your home. It's not worried about all these other niggas. But that goes Facts. back to the 39,000 that you're talking about. There was a sister. She did a video named Miss, Miss Lips. Oh, I, I didn't see it. I had somebody Miss Lips me. was one of the worst guests on my show. <laughs> couldn't couldn't uh, uh, produce a cogent sentence. <laughs> Just... <laughs> But I saw her as a fucking oddity. Right. Right. So she reaches out through Instagram. I bring her on the show. She had donated to the GoFundMe page. So, again, a lot of people who donate to you think you owe them. That's the five cent recycle niggas. Right? Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, them is a nigga, it's, a, it's a niggas that recycle. It's a donation. Right. Them is a it's niggas, a donation. Them is right. the niggas that recycle cans for the five cent. You, right. You're you supposed to recycle to, to help the earth. It ain't, that, right. It ain't supposed to be right. about the money. You with that Pepsi Big Fella. But, but, but here's. Here, 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 but, but wait, let me, let me, ahead, let me, let me close ahead, this up. Five cent <laughs> she then says. Oh, well, I thought he was going to build his own studio and give me a show. I said, my thought process, you can't buy a show. Right. I said, but what you can do is let me train you on how to do a show. Right. First off, who the fuck lets someone with no skill, no knowledge, no point of view have a seat at his fucking international platform? Right. Shit, we did it with Trump. I did that. I, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That nigga got base. That nigga got base head wisdom, nigga. He, I did that. <laughs> base head wisdom? No, I seen that nigga break into a car for a, a, a pack of cigarettes. That nigga. <laughs> I did that. Hey, 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 and 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 Craig, you know this better than me. Right. I've done this for several people. Definitely, yeah. Mm. There's a girl who's yeah. getting ready to do a show after yours. Right, right. To talk shit about me that you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I smacked her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, smacked her. <laughs> I don't know if you smacked her. Though. I'm just, yeah. I never. We brothers, right? We brothers. We're supposed to share pussy. I never. <laughs> what it look like? Brothers share pussy. I don't give a fuck with nobody. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> What Go I'm ahead. saying is, I've given motherfuckers opportunities for them to turn around and say, oh, Zoe, you let me down. Oh, right. Zoe, you didn't do this for me. 
at the end of the day, if I say I'm gonna train you how to do on how to do radio, that's a skill. Maybe you should pay for that. Right. Mm. I'm gonna show you how to do radio. Right. And I'm at Dash Radio at the time. I'm still at Dash Radio, by the way. And I'm saying I'm gonna give you multiple demos. Get good, and then I'm gonna give you a show. Right. Well, if you never show improvement, do I owe you a show? No. Mm. No. What the fuck? Right. Yeah, you got to put the work in. Hey, can so, I ask a couple questions? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Two. I had one. I asked Corey this when he was here. I said, "Did you pull Zoe to the side and have a one-on-one conversation with him before the show?" Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't quite remember the answer. I don't believe it was a yes or a no. But I mean, did did y'all have an intense one-on-one conversation about that subject or anything that was underlying? Before he hit the show, that's the first question. No. Okay. No. Okay. We didn't have that conversation. It just came out of nowhere. Okay. And besides, my brother was drinking a little bit. Yeah. And listen, I'm gonna say it again. I don't know if y'all know this or not. I love the nigga. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I fuck with the nigga still. Right. Even through all the disrespect, I ain't gonna never go back to his show. Right. Okay. But I love the nigga. Right. And I respect the nigga. Certain aspects of what he does. There's other aspects I don't respect. Right. He didn't pull me to the side and say, brother, let's talk. He just, that shit just went off into another direction. Right. How does the, okay, from from a younger homie perspective, how is the observer who has a vested interest and and a wanting for both of you guys to to be great and go where you want to go how do we observe that do we get out the way and just let it and let it happen or how do we observe that as people who care about both of y'all well it's 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 hard because there's a lot of human equity built up in the 5150 show there are a lot of brothers there are thousands of people done hit me on instagram and facebook talking about how me and and Corey are like fathers, father figures, right. and big uncles, and all of that. That's lost when we tear the shit apart in the way that it was torn apart. Right. So it's hard for them to be able to look back and go, "Well, goddamn, man, these niggas done gave me a hell of a lot of game. These motherfuckers done put me up on shit. Yeah. And now the shit is over in a fucked up way. Yeah. Wow. My thing is, as men. To fucking give something back for all this, ye- all these years of human equity, people being inspired, people learning, people growing from us. The least we could do is show each other respect. Right. That's it. Right. People would be happy if they knew. Hey, these motherfuckers still respect each other. They might not agree. Right. Absolutely. But these brothers still respect each other. The people who've been watching the shows for ten years would be like, all right, cool. Right. That's that's all I could ask for. One more, one, one last question. Um, do you regret mentioning the 20 bands that you owed on the show? And Secondly, I heard somebody say years ago, you got to act like the big opportunity is not going to show up, but believe that it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So would you, would you be opposed to if he mentioned to you, hey, man, just set me up with a payment plan? Would you be opposed to doing that? No. Okay. But why does he have to bring it up when you know... You- He's due a certain amount that he spotted you, so I don't, I don't, I don't think, 
Corey so, needs to go out his way to say, "Hey, we can you you if you know you owe, if you know you owe it, just it, even if it's not a, a set three fifty a month, it's it's just something that's like a gesture of like, hey, I'm gonna get you to rest, right? But at least you know he doesn't even have a starting point, so so he's a, he's still sitting at a donut, and he's it's sitting there like, man, I haven't got nothing from this guy. Hold on, real quick, though, and also too, like you had an issue with how he promoted somebody else's book, and you felt he should have promoted your book a certain way. But I look at it like, if you know his type of character is. He's he's the type of person to spot somebody twenty bands for a, a lawsuit. Give it. He must have a pretty decent character. So I, I I thought it was I thought it was jumping the gun to assume that he wouldn't fuck with your your own side projects that you're doing that you're bringing on the show. What do you what do you say to st uh, the people that think that? Again, uh, when I talked to Corey about the bread, he simply said, "Don't worry about it." Now I didn't take "Don't worry about it" to mean. I don't owe him and I'm off the hook and I'm not going to pay him back. I didn't take it to mean that. I just thought I took it as, all right, nigga, get on your hustle, get your shit popping and then give him the bread and y'all going to be cool. Right. Especially when every time I talk to him, it's, hey, don't worry about it. Now, he's not bringing up the money to me. I'm bringing up the money to him. Mm. He's not saying, hey, Zo, shit is getting a little tight because of the COVID, dog. Right. Can you set some shit up? Can you, <coughs> you know, blah, blah, blah. He's not mentioning the bread at all, but he mentions it on the air. Now, I think that's foul. So, I think that's foul. When you talk to me and I say, hey, bro, I'm going to get you that money back, and you go, don't worry about it. But then on the air, nigga, I spent those, I spent that money. Right. That's foul to me. Can I, can I comment, man? No, yeah, so look, right, I, I owe him. Just talking to the mic. Yeah. Not to cut you off, but we're gonna just back it all the way up before all this, before everybody knew about the money, before anybody knew. One second, one second, happened. June. Tell everybody who you are, bro. I'm June. Y'all know me, man. With the Frickin' Road Fresh shirts. Y'all can hit me at June underscore THA to one. That's June to one on Instagram. Or you can purchase. I got merch on Fig Fresh Clothing Line. You know, FigaroyFresh.com. You can go there and get that too. Um, yeah, but to back it all the way up, bro, on some real street, like men shit, brother shit. Yeah. If I owed you anything, you ain't supposed to just broadcast that like that. Number right. one. Pull me to the side where we can get a clear understanding. Cause right. That's like for show. You said right. You feel me? That's for show. Oh, and, and, and the next part is uh, how I was raised. If me and you even get into a fight, right. we gonna go drink some Hennessy afterwards, and we good. If we I'm, solid. I don't have to tap dance and show like fuck this nigga, fuck this nigga. Right. Day in and day out, have banners and all that. We gonna squash this shit now, fight or not, but it's gonna be done. Right. That's it. I, mean, niggas, that's I think shit, the niggas bro. should thumb wrestle, my nigga. Fuck all that fight. <laughs> hey, paper, rock, scissors or something. I'm hearing the rhetoric like, like it sounds like you don't think that Craig ever, Craig, my bad, that, that Corey, my, you don't think that Corey ever really respected you. I'm hearing the rhetoric. It sounds like you don't think that Corey really ever really respected you. No, he didn't. You don't after ten years. So you just you, you don't think that at all. And I, and I didn't Explain just that. and I didn't just come to that realization. So you felt like this for a while. Then. Yeah, but the difference between him and I, I don't hold no grudges or resentment or there's no animosity built up in me. Right. I've been getting for years 
for years in my DMs. Get the fuck away from that nigga. He don't mm. respect you. Dummy accounts for years. Friends, colleagues, motherfuckers I fuck with. Nigga, get the fuck away from that nigga. He don't respect you. You know. He's constantly marginalizing. But let me just say this to address that because that's a great question. I never held that shit against Corey. I look at it as comedians. I fuck with Marcus King. Marcus King is the, the developer of comedians yeah. and manager of great comedians. Marcus King always told me most comedians are fucked up. That's some real shit. They go through, they've been through some fucked up shit and that's why they funny. Right. So a lot of times I just be like, that's just who he is and I let that ride. But, but, but let me just say, man. If you really wanted it and you needed it, right, and you felt like I owed it to you, do me a solid if you do respect me. And open up and say, hey, bro. Off the air, bro. Off the air. This Off is air. what we got. I got that. So, have y'all, so, what you feeling that he doesn't respect you? Y'all never talked about that off the air? You and him, the one-on-one? -on -one? No. Not, not really. Not really. Uh, there, uh, there have been questions where I, I would say, hey, man, like when I called him three weeks ago or uh, a month ago now, because somebody is on the motherfucking chat, because the chat is goofy, these niggas is crazy. The motherfuckers on the chat saying, oh, shit, Corey was banking on Zoe's son going to the league so he could get his 20 G's back. So, so and, and, and this was another time when Corey, because I wasn't on the show at that time, this was another time when Corey mentioned the 20 grand. And so I called him. I said, man, we good? Are we good? Nah, man, we good. I said, man, niggas is mentioning my son and shit all on the chat. Like, what we doing? He said, oh, man, don't listen to the chat. Them motherfuckers is crazy. Them niggas, you know, and he said it was cool. I said, you do know. I'm getting this motherfucking sizzle reel together for the documentary. Right. And I'm going to sell this shit and I'm going to put it in some powerful hands so we could get this. I told, I'm gonna I told him, I said, nigga, I'm going to give it back to you. He said, man, don't worry about that. Yeah. On the show, he said, that sound like me. I'm well, let me, let, let yeah, me ahead, just hit this one. That sound like me. What? We just talked. You know what that's called? That's called gaslighting. Right. I'm going to change the facts. That sound like me. D nigga, did you, did you say it or no? Right. Come on, man. Come on, man. Get it to me when you get it. Then yeah. say, get it to me when you get it. Yeah. Then say you still owe me. And don't worry about it, but you owe me. Right. Don't make it into, nah, don't worry about it. I got that. So when's a decent amount for him to get the money back? It's, it's been, what, three, four years? Yeah. I mean, if, we're, if we're on year 15 and we're still talking about the same shit, at, at, at what point does when I get this lick not mean shit to anybody? Well, that's what I'm not going to do is give a fucking timeline on this show as to when I'm going to pay him back. Right. But just know my intent is to pay him back in full the right. 20 grand on integrity. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you something that I know that you didn't know I knew. Uh, well, I'm just guessing. So you let me know if it's true or not. I think that this whole situation is a, uh, is a plot to... 
the T-shirts that Corey printed and all that for y'all to make the twenty K back. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I y'all play. I feel like y'all playing us, man. You know you what I'm saying? That. So, no, man. Did you have any more questions about it? I well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I just want to know because I've been in a situation too where because I think most most of the animosity came not from just the twenty K. It's just from the, the Grady situation. That's where I think it came from, I think from a lot too. of that th- came from that. Because so, I didn't have friends to where I didn't introduce niggas to niggas, and they became close, and I fell out with those people. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like, oh, since I don't like the nigga, you don't got to like the nigga. But I'm letting you know, I don't fuck with that nigga. So if I'm going to let you know, I'm, I don't fuck with him, so I don't have no respect for him. Right. I'm not finna, you know what I'm saying? But it's not finna be that. So if you, if you know he has this type of energy towards this, this cat, I don't, I don't, I, I know you like, because that shit is, it's, it's relentless, it's relentless, but do you think he had a right, you know what I'm saying, to like, to air that nigga out every time he felt he should, especially after a friend reaching out to you, and you still going in on me, my nigga? And, and I think it's, I think it's a difference of opinion. Yeah. And how we define friendship. Okay. First and foremost, nigga, Grady ain't never did shit to me. Me and Grady kick it at the cigar lounge, smoking cigars. I'm not doing shows with Grady. Grady is not in my in my field. You're like I, yeah, yeah. there's nothing for me to be like on some old. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let me just say this, nigga. Like, this little gang hierarchy shit. We got to stop. Right. The church has a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Gangs have a hierarchy. Politicians have a hierarchy. And wherever there's a hierarchy, there's going to be deceit. There's going to be contempt for motherfuckers. Right. So my thing is, I'm a solid nigga. Right? Straight up and down. You got a beef with Craig, I need you and Craig to handle that. You and I, solid. We solid. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck am I going to be talking to you about your situation with Craig for? <coughs> right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You and Craig work that shit out. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah. And if you don't, the fuck does that mean to me? Right. So you got a crib and the blood in the same room and I fuck with him heavy. And that what you just said. What you talking about? What you talking about? Where I come from because... Just like you say, if it's two homies from my same Hold on, one cup. Hold on. Let him let him sit down and say it so the people can hear yeah, it. Yeah, so they can hear you, bro. I got two homies from my hood, and they got that same issue. Animosity and shit. We call it internal hood affair, so to speak. Yes, sir. You damn right that's between both of y'all, and I ain't got shit to do with it. You goddamn right. Mm-hmm. Talk so to the money. it transcends from one man to another. It have nothing to do with this demographic or that demographic. If you a man... And you're a man first before you you pick any color to choose anything. Right. You're a grown, you're you're a male child right. that grows into adulthood. Mm-hmm. This is the proper way to conduct yourself. Anything other than that is an inappropriate way to conduct yourself mm-hmm. as a human being. Right. Period. Man, as so a man, you have to conduct yourself like a man to show younger men how to conduct themselves right, right. when they're dealing with those kind of issues. How am I, as a younger homie, supposed right. to learn from this? With right. etiquette, with decorum, with some exactly. kind of fucking class. Not the kind that you get from school either. Right. I like that. That's Say that I'm again, man. About. That's some heavy shit right there. That's what I'm talking about. And if you agree with the brother, if you agree with the brother, how do you not agree with me because you don't like me? I'm saying the same shit. Mm. The truth gonna stay the same. No I'm saying who the, fuck the same shit. It. 
This is why we got, listen, man, in 2021, niggas got to stop being followers and start developing their inner leader. Yeah. Definitely. Well, the problem Great with that motherfuckers is, around you. The problem with that is they're for fear of being a martyr. Keep going. Keep going. Everybody knows that the leader has to take the seat of the damn martyr. Put their head on the chopping block. Nobody wants to be the They don't the, want the, the responsibility leader. of the, it. The responsibility of being a leader is first knowing that you serve the people that you lead. Mm -hmm. So you're in service of the people. Definitely. You're a servant of the people. Right. Right. You're entrusted yeah. with the people's safety first. Right. right. The truth will set you free. You just got to have the courage to tell it. But most motherfuckers really don't want freedom. They want comfortability. Absolutely. They want everybody to like them. The they want the homie. Go ahead, go ahead. Everybody want to go heaven. Nobody want to die. Yeah. That's yeah, real is. shit. Mm. That's <laughs> real shit. I like what? it. Nobody want to die. Huh? Everybody want to go heaven. Nobody want to die. I got your OG Broadway in here, man. Broadway, man. If you could impart some wisdom. Broadway's known me since I was 12, nigga. What do you want to know? This is hella deep and... Crazy as fuck for me to see all this happening. I gotta, I gotta be honest. It's some silly shit. Right. Yep. Absolutely. I really believe. I just, I just can't believe it. It's silly as fuck to me. Right. Definitely. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know Corey. I know I've been knowing Zoe. We've been jumping on school buses together. Right. And I admired because I never watched the show. Unfortunately, these dope shows, but I don't watch none of them. Right. People. In Pasadena, where I'm from, right, got at me. I guess a few days after the show, and was like, "Yeah, man, there's all this rumbling about, you know, Zoe, and how this shit was a mess." Right, I'm like, yeah, man, Zoe handled it. Uh, I hear this type of shit all the time. Right, what's different about this? Nah, nah, it was about to fight him and Corey. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't, I can't see that. And so days go by, people start shooting me the messages. Like, we got to do something? I'm like, do something like what? <laughs> I'm at the barbershop. they like, this Dina right here. And, you know, it's Dina. It is. All day. And um, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So let me call you. Yeah. And he said, yeah, some bullshit went down. Just look at it, B-Way. <clears throat> so I saw it. Out of 10 years, I think I might have seen two shows. That was the second. But it was a mess, man. Right. I mean, I like Corey. Uh... The young Renard, the young Zoe that I know, they would have tore that studio up. They'd have been scrapping in that motherfucker. Right. You know, uh, I like what you did. It was classy. I know it took yeah, a lot yeah, out of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, from my perspective, I'm like, man, all this shit that this dude talk about, he did it. Right. The shit that he despises and talks about, he despises about being, you know, on some other shit. Yeah. He did that. that let, me, day. let me ask you a question, Broadway, because a lot of people don't know who's sitting in here right now, man. Broadway has worked from everybody, from worked with everybody from Tupac to Jay Z, King T, King T, the alcoholics. He's a legendary nigga in this music shit, man. Have you ever been in a situation all your years of doing music where you've dealt with conflict between two artists or high-profile artists? And if so, how did you, you know, what I'm saying, how did you deal with that? Oh, well, yeah, a lot of times. And I try my best to diffuse it because we all together. But there's some shit that you just can't diffuse. You know, when it gets violent, right? ain't no coming back from that. And you can't tell a motherfucker that it got hit or somebody got knocked down. That, you know, what you going to do with that? They going back. Right. But as far as me, I try to diffuse it. Right. I do exactly what y'all was talking about. I'm like try to put motherfuckers together or leave 
You know, leave the situation, period, without no violence, no none of that. I like what you did uh, as far as, you know, being classy about it. You know what I mean? I, I really don't believe the dude gives a fuck about you. Because well, you've been telling me for years. Friends don't do that, bro. Mm -mm. That's fucked up. And I know that had to hurt you because you, you've told me over years, like, dude is down. I got the situation over here. And so to see that, I felt for you. It wasn't like you pissed already to beat this nigga ass. Probably that too, but more, it was, it's a little more hurtful right. to me. Well, it's just disrespect. Right. And a lot of people, a lot of motherfuckers, very, very much so. a lot of motherfuckers is like, nigga, you took too much. You should have did something. Yeah. But what I don't want, what I'm not going to do is get baited into doing some more fuck shit. I did some fuck shit on the air right. with Aerie Spears. I'm not finna do it again. Right. Well, not You're not gonna bait me into that. Yeah. So I'm I'm confused, my nigga. Like <clears throat> the part where you say you've known for some years or for some time now that, that this dude don't respect you, mm -hmm. and you keep coming there sitting, there, you know, smiling, y'all smiling each other face and shit, and y'all never had a conversation. You didn't see this shit coming. Right. Let me just say again. Uh, I've been through my own transformations. And I held out a hope that if I can transform in front of this brother, he could see a difference in me. I've seen it happen before. Right. Broadway saw me transform. And once Broadway saw me transform, Broadway pulled me to the side and said, Hey, nigga, you want some different shit, my nigga. That nigga had a diabetic. We're, we're going to train, nigga. This nigga dropped the sandwich. Loaded the motherfucker. Right. All of us to get that nigga up. Right. The one dropped that fucking hero. Fuck you, nigga. My bad. But no, I had an aspiration that you know maybe. Something could be different. And I see that as a flaw in my character. I felt like, hey, man, you niggas around you, they know you vibrating on a different level. He has said on numerous occasions, you're intelligent. I remember we did motherfucking Fox Soul together. After we did the Fox Soul show, he said, Zo, this is your lane. Right here, this is your lane, man. You're intelligent. You're articulate. You got to find somebody up in here that could get you your own show. So we have had some conversations where he would say, yo, man, you know, this might be something good for you. I'm taking that as, oh, this nigga is giving me some good advice. Just like he gave me about uh, uh, my man uh, Reza when he said, yo, man, just come up here and talk to Reza. I take those moments as, well, maybe there's a change. Maybe there's some evolution going on. I didn't know he harbored anything like that until he articulated it. It was people reaching out to me saying, that nigga don't fuck with you. Right. And you know what I would do? Defend him. Right. You know what? And yeah, it, it, it was disappointing to see it go that way. The last time I was that disappointed is when I found out Theo from the beat wasn't black. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> that shit broke my heart on everything, bro. Because he was always talking about no color lines. 
We're going to go to commercial break. When we get back, more from the panel, man. Yes, sir. We back, we back. Welcome back to Craig Facts, man. Appreciate y'all being patient through the break, man. Um, shoot, man, I felt like we covered a lot of ground. Does anybody else have anything else to contribute to the previous topic before we move past it? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's run it. The homies yeah. in here from two different sets. Right, right. right. Sets that put in work. Definitely. Gang bang. Gang banging, death, murder. <laughs> Me and Corey had a communication problem. If them two brothers can come together and pull their shit together, how come me and Corey can't do it? Facts. Right. Ain't like no blood I'm, spill. I'm not. Ain't no blood spill. I'm not a petty nigga. Right. I want to sit down and, and speak with my brother and get it right. Right. But I can't help a nigga that's suspicious of me. Right. After ten years, you suspicious. Were you suspicious when I was catching the bus to the show? Right. From Inglewood to the Valley? Were you suspicious then? Motherfucker said on the show, I, 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 bought, I got him a cab. To the, no, you didn't. Never bought me no goddamn cab, but you have given me a ride home. Right. Yeah, I was without a car for a year. But then you didn't mention when I got three other cars. Like, let's stop with the petty shit. If we real brothers, let's get on some peace shit so the nation that we built, it's not just your nation, it's my nation too. Mm. The nation that we built, can we pull that shit back together? Right. If these where the, where the other homie go? If them motherfuckers can pull the shit together, how come we can't? Right? My brother Corey is in Tariq Nasheed's mm. new documentary. Tariq Nasheed is killing with the Hidden Colors. I was in Hidden Colors 5. Yeah, Tariq Nasheed is killing. Definitely. Corey is in Buck Breaking. <laughs> right? Where it's going into the history of the emasculation of black men. Mm -hmm. Well, I offer this to my brother Tariq, because I love Tariq. Tariq, do broke breaking. Because we break on each other for being broke. Mm. When the, the wealth gap is already there. You have a fucking trust fund baby that was in the goddamn office of right. the president. Right. Donald Trump is a trust fund baby. We all broke. But you're going to shame me, broke shame a nigga, because I'm struggling. And then try to destroy the platform that I built. Come on, man. That's not, that's not brotherhood. Right. So that's my final word on it. If we're going to do some, some, some let's come together shit, I am 100% down. So let me address that. Somebody says, oh, spend 30K. That's incorrect. Rewind the show, people. I think I need to say it. Yeah. I'm a smart nigga. Mm. The 39,000, I told you what we did with it. Definitely. But this is the part I didn't tell you. The 30 grand is in one of the donors' accounts. Mm. So I don't spend it. Mm. I put it in a donor's account. 
Man, y'all niggas ain't dealing with a dumb nigga. Right. Mm. Man, we write <laughs> to be understood, we speak to be heard, and we read to grow. So hopefully you were able to get a lot of each of those different categories, and it can help you guys deal with conflict, man, because, uh, you know, conflict resolution is a strategy. It's not something that you just bump into along the way. You have to be strategic. You know what I'm saying? you got to write down what you want from situations, and, and you have to articulate yourself based on, on those things. So, dope. Man, Brother June. What's up, brother? What's man, up, brother? man, I want y'all to uh, give it up for June, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. So, June, what's your mission, man? What you working on? Man, I, I got a project right now. It's called Same Team. Uh, it's me featuring Bronco. But, uh, he still ain't stepped in the room yet. Uh, yeah, he's still on this break. Uh, you know how black niggas do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, um, it's, a, it's a unity song, man. Um, my guys that's pushing it is Mike D, uh, MDW Entertainment. I got my boy Baby Mom from Triple M Entertainment. You know, I got some dudes that's in, that's heavy in the street that's behind this, and, and they Crips and Bloods. Right. You know, so it's it's like a big thing, man, and hopefully it can spread. You right. Because I've had a um, my inbox been flooded up, man, with a uh, BG Knockout, a uh, BG Perico from Broadway. I've yeah. had South Central Cartel. I've had. A lot of Havoc people. and Prodigy. Hey. I was man. I used hey. to know all that shit when I was a kid, hey, man. man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they telling me it's a good look, you know. Like yeah. they like that's we need more visuals of this, right? But you know, and I haven't had not one. Oh, y'all niggas, no, it's not nothing close to that. Everything is positive. Everything is one hundred. Everything is we need more. Everything. So, uh, you know, we can't miss with this one. So, where do you see this project landing? Like, if you had to tell me, what would be the optimal, perfect? situation for this thing to end up in um everybody could benefit from it at the end um <coughs> it's out right now itunes uh google play store pandora all digital outlets is out um but at the end of the day i just hope any, everybody can get their own situation from it right you know and, and we just so how much money we can get let's get it bro right it's, it's out there especially for a project like this i know the banging on wax did it back in the day but Right now, it's so magnified that we're doing this project because what's going on right now? You know, we right. need this. We need some kind of goddamn unity. Like right, we can't right. just keep going at each other next forever. Right. You know, right, right. So, so, so to the young brothers, you know what I'm saying? How do they know? I mean, I wouldn't say that when it's time to lay the flag down, but how did how did how do, how does a young brother know on the outside looking in when it's time to stop necessarily being about just the neighborhood and being more on some black empowerment shit. Uh, but you know what a nigga told me one time? He say if niggas are still beefing and uh, fighting and going at it, most likely they don't have no money. Right. Because if you got money, you ain't got no time for that shit. Right. And you don't want that because it interferes with you making the money. That's right. true. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't shit where you lay. Right, or, right. You know, however it go. But uh, I just hope everybody can just be on this page, man. Somebody got to do it. Uh, so Bronco, how did y'all how did y'all connect, man? Being from different sides of the tracks, like how did that happen? Through your lineage, right? Through who you are, where you from, who you know, who know you. And if your people is is tied, then it's gonna happen the way it needs to, without no friction and no no resistance or none yeah. of that. So that's pretty much how it was. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It was, in, in essence, it was it was inevitable. Right, right, definitely, man. So. Like I asked the homie, man, what, what what would be your, what would be the perfect situation for this project? Like, what are you trying to spark in the minds of young brothers 
who may have been what you were 25, 30 years ago? Like, what are you trying to spark in their minds to change the way they, that, they, that they operate? Even then, I was on this page, but then everybody else wasn't ready. So now that everybody has the evolution mm -hmm. of the culture that came around full circle, you're starting to see a lot of Crips and Bloods whose relationships would have been kept secret just between them. They started mm -hmm. to... It's okay to display that picture with my blood friend or with my crip friend, and I don't care about what nobody else thinks. Because in the reality, that might be my real cousin. Right, right. <laughs> my real brother. And if y'all get to you don't wonder why me and him beat yeah. you up. But you know, to yeah. keep the friction or to keep the little bullshit yeah. down or whatever, wherever my peers is at, so I ain't got to hear the shit. I might not even say I got a, you know, a, 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 a crip cousin or a blood cousin or whatever. But, you know, I was I already had blood cousins when I was, since I was a kid. You grew up over there, and that's yeah. your area. So we got the same nana and same papa. I the fuck, right. man, you not going to fuck with Straight me. Out. Mm -hmm. Hey, one thing we all agree on is who's a buster. Right. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't give a fuck what side you're from. A buster is a buster, man. So right, right. It, you it know that term don't just apply to guys that bang. That apply to niggas that don't bang too. Straight out. A lot more to them niggas Period. that don't bang than they do the niggas that do. Bang. So what is a right. buster then? Okay, we got a gang bang buster and then we got a square buster. Well, I need to know the differences both between of them the both. Both one and the same. You pretending to be something that you're not. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when it's time to perform and do yo yo, which if you if you naturally gorilla, you gonna swing through trees and shit and eat bananas and fuck shit up. Right, right. You pretending to be a gorilla when it's time to swing through the trees, you gonna fuck up. When it's time to eat some bananas, you gonna slip on the peel. Who you are gonna show it so? Ain't nobody gonna have to throw you under the bus. The bus is there for you to get your ass under there. Definitely, right. man. That's yeah, man. That's a wild. Nobody got to do it yeah, to you. That's you real did it nigga to yourself. Shit right there. That's definitely, real tough. Definitely. Yeah. You can't blame nobody, but you can't blame the hood. You blame yourself for being infatuated uh, with a pretty girl that you wasn't supposed to try to fuck. Right. So let me ask a question about the project. Are you guys doing an entire project together, or is it just this, just this one song? This one song gonna turn into a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah. Right. We started off with this one song. I I I, I recorded the song. And I just reached out to him because, like I said, the, the, some of the people that's got our, you know, our backing with this right. bread, you know, from his side, some from my side, we together. So I said, man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to do something with him because he, he got down on the first Banging on Wax project. Right, right. Okay. And I already saying? knew who June was because I followed her. Yeah. You know, I that's support, when the boxing shit I support support was out. the culture. Right, Remember right. that? Yeah, I, yeah. I used to be eating cereal, cornflakes, whatever, Captain Crunch. Like, these niggas going to know about me one day. Yeah, 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 really, yeah, yeah. And then I already knew it was... It was Tiny Lokes, you know, young young Crips getting ready to start doing their cripping up under me. So when they get, they ain't going to stay little. They're going to get grown, and then it's going to be something. The ranks replenish itself. Right, mm -hmm. right. So I don't have to do no no agitating in the ranks on neither side. They're going to replenish themselves because of the, the culture is what it is. You're going you're gonna to find a lane that that matches your fly. Right, you know? right, right, you're right. Find something that matches the type of energy that you put out, and you're going to stick with that. You're going to find your niche. I'm not asking you to be the best Crip or the best blood. Just be right. the best human being that you can be, be at the, the time you, bro. until you can be a better you a better right. version of yourself tomorrow that's game banging or not just be the best you or let me, people can respect that well let me ask you a question because now we're going to dig in y'all got to answer the tough questions is gang banging played out i believe so because it ain't about it's, that no more i i would say the term played out i mean y'all need to leave it on in it I think gangbanging has ever evolved the way that anybody else does if you've seen redemption you know took it and stay a little kid he grew into being a man and he evolved he into did. something different. Mm. Right. You yeah. have to under first understand that the 
the first Crips, Tookie and Raymond, they was kids when they started this idea, this way of thinking. They wasn't full-blown adults when they did this. Right. So stop blaming some kids for the way that this thing turned out when they was trying to figure this shit out and never got a chance to. Right. So if nobody like me and nobody else that's living in the culture takes the time to analyze what's going on, do your fucking research, assholes, instead of just picking up the flag trying to do something that you see somebody else doing, know what the fuck you got going on. Where you from? That area might have been called that, like in my area. My area was called Fudge Town before I grew up. I I grew right. up in my mother's neighborhood. Right. My mother and her uncles and shit grew up in, a, in that area called Fudge Town. Right. They wasn't Crips then. Right. I grew up in the area where it was Crips. Right. That's why I'm a Fudge Town Mafia Crip right. if you ask. But I never told nobody that. It was the outside kids who said that. That's the curly head nigga Lamont. Why right. do you need? They from Fudge Town over yeah. there. Because I'm going to fight your ass back. All right, then. Fuck it. So, so, is, <laughs> so, so is gang banging a system failure or a parent failure? You can't blame it on the parents for the choices that the kid made when the parents is not there to pro to supervise each and every sandwich that he bite, each and every cup of Kool-Aid that he yeah, gets. It's, it's not thing, the parents. Brothers, because uncles. the parents yeah. don't make the decision to um, stand with these two or three. I was explaining outside. If I'm standing with two or three of y'all, we grew up from the sandbox. From Johnny struck a match and the match went out. <laughs> right? From hide and go seek to hide and go get it. We transitioning through life from, from mm. adolescence through teenage years and all of that. Right. We on the same block. We, your parents know my parents. My grandparents know your grandparents. The mailman dropped the bills off at your house. The same mailman dropped them off at my house when he dipped it through the hood. Right. It might get a plate of food some, while Some unwanted yeah. guests, <laughs> some unsavory guests decide they want to come through our GPS location and cause mayhem and mischief. Right. <laughs> this nigga is a hell of a narrator. No, I love this guy. Right. I'm telling you, like, this nigga better than Samuel L. Jackson. If I make a Christmas movie, so, that nigga will be the narrator, so, nigga. So, so, what do we do when they jump out? They're not jumping out with bats and bottles and, and jacks anymore right. from the 1960s. They're jumping out with assault rifles and semi automatics and shit like that and, and Glock 19. Okay? And all them guns don't jam when you squeeze them. Right. So, if I don't catch the bullet when they shoot in my direction and one of my friends do, does that shake me up? And make me scared to not come outside, or does that piss me the fuck off? One second, one second, Zo. I just had a question. Mm -hmm. What what does it look like when you're at the end of the road of gang banging? Where you go? This ain't for me no more. I need something higher. I need something better. Not only for my future, but for my kids. What what does that look like? How do you how do you get out when it's time to get out? You have to make choices along the way. Throughout your evolution, you as you're growing, you have to make the right lefts and the right rights mm -hmm. in order to transition. Because you have a lot of adults that have 50 candles on the cake, but they're not developed mentally mm -hmm. to accept the responsibilities that come with being a pawpaw or grandfather. Mm -hmm. Some guys are... are they are they're broken in such a way where they can't be fixed because we come from a damaged body of people to begin with. Yes. Right. One second, June. You were saying you were saying something earlier. I'm saying gang banging is. I mean, like like Zoe was saying, like how do you know when you're at the end of it? Like what does it look like? I mean, it's it's decisions that you make as a man. Like if you know you got your kids at home and shit, but the homies got the party is going on. We got big weed and. And bitches and everything What decision you gonna make What you gonna do Right You gotta be with your kids bro Right And if them niggas don't respect that Fuck them Right <laughs> So You know what I'm saying But, but At what point Let me just ask Cause Gang banging is, is Brother against brother Is Cain and Abel Is killing the other side So When does that get old 
when does that start hurting? Where's the conscious? That's what I'm saying. Where's the consciousness where you go, shit, that's that's another black man. You gotta start from somewhere. And that's why me and him hopefully can trickle down. Like how the Indians were before, you know, they were rudely interrupted with whatever their evolution was. It was a bunch of different tribes of Indians. It was all red skins with straight hair shooting bows and arrows and they was killing each other. Right, right. Same demographics, different playing field, same GPS location. Different Jeep a demographic. Right. right. Man, make sure y'all smash that like button, man. Smash. We need to be at 7,000 yeah. likes, man. Come on. It, we got Easily yeah. 7,000. You know, we got 8,000 people in here. We need to be. Of course, Broadway. Go ahead, man. You know what, though? Um, it's going to be perpetuated because of, you know, I've had a family member recently been shot just last month. Join the club. And you know what? It's just like to me. It's, I mean, it's yeah. ignorant as fuck. As some of the shit is, you, you're right. It's over yeah. some ignorance, over Bullshit. a bitch, over some little change, over a block, over a color, whatever. But when you have knocked down somebody on that side or this side or whatever, it just perpetuates because that never goes away. Mm-hmm. The loss, you, got, you know, yeah. the, tra- the trauma right. that it may have yeah. on somebody that's like, let's say, 13 years old, and you just seen this happen to your father, your brother, your sister, or whatever, that never goes away. And not everybody, but some of the motherfuckers come back, and they coming back with the chopper, and then it perpetuates, because now that side, the one that has the, the ignorance or the balls or whatever to go retaliate, it just continues. But you know what? It right. can't keep going on and on, but because after a while... I don't want it to. Well, hold on, though. Does. But listen, after a while, you run out of players on the board. They gone. Just like the Indians? Jail or mm. dead. Who the hell's left? All the families moving it's out the neighborhood, the Spanish people moving in. Who you gonna go over there and shoot? Right. Everybody else, everybody else moving out. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? Las Vegas. But you know what's crazy about that? What about the police? All those cats that went up to Palmdale, Lancaster, you know, if you go up that hill, it's what? It starts off at A through Z, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, go ahead. If you live in Compton, Watts, Linwood, whatever, Gardena, go up there and live up there. You can, for $1,200, you can have a five-bedroom house. Mm-hmm. It looks just like the one next to you. Mm-hmm. And after and after, it's just the modern age projects. But check it out. At the end of those letters, they build a prison. Straight out. And, and yeah. Look, Straight out. And also to, to put more black people in. There's an internment yeah. camp up there. There's a FEMA camp on Pear Blossom. Right. That has a, it's a water facility. See, talking to the mics. I'm saying, I'm saying, along with that, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about my along with what's going on over in Compton, I mean, in, in uh, Palmdale, yeah. there's also a FEMA camp over there off Pear Blossom that they call a water facility. Right. But this is really somewhere, it's one of the Rex 84 camps. Right. Look up the Rex 84, you niggas. Right. That's some shit to where, like, when they when they feel shit get too out of control, right. put you they gonna put all the motherfuckers. And listen to what Joe Biden just said. This shag-wearing motherfucker just talked about this, these, these camps being some places that they're going to hand out this virus, uh, what do you call it, the vaccine shit. Right, so right, right. All that shit right. tie in together, people. So listen to what this brother's talking about. You listen to a brother, to, to two brothers right here who've been through it. They're telling you what it is. Wiping because what happens in California comes to the rest of the motherfucking country. Absolutely. Crack started here, but all you motherfuckers is on crack now. Speak. So listen to what's going on now because it's coming to Louisiana. It's coming to New York. It's coming to all these places. So listen closely to, to, to two brothers who done been through it. Definitely, definitely. And definitely. And, and if they can get through it, my shirt. Where is it? Oh yeah. I, 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 <laughs> hey, that's part of being big. Nah, it's right. all good. Yeah, all right, man. I got to. I got to be bring musty. Sometimes we don't say no. Man. <laughs> I got. <laughs> 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 
fruit only come together to make green. It's not that. Right. It's way bigger than we can get some bread. We always gonna need some bread. Right. But, but it can't but, be about no bread as the reason why we fuck with each other. We gotta fuck with you. If you put your flag in front of your skin color, then you a liability. Say that again. Look at nigga. that. Look at that. That's man. Period. Die. Go ahead. What? Man, please say that again. You put your, if you put your blue rag, your, I don't give a fuck what color rag it is because a lot of different color rags represent a lot of different areas because my rag in my neighborhood is brown. You know. So if you put your rag in front of your fucking skin color, you're a fucking liability. Mm, in a search for. Man. See what a lot. What. One of the travesties of that's, being black in this grain on the whole team. Nigga. One of the travesties of being black in this country is that we've been convinced and we've bought into the fact that what we need is outside of us. Man. Everything we need as a community, we already have. Right. But we've been manipulated into devaluing our own worth and valuing what they say is valuable. This is why in a, in a search for paper. You can't necessarily be out here chasing money right. because we don't control the currency. Right. It don't belong to us. There's no black man's face on a dollar bill, a $20 bill, a $100. I mean, they got Harriet Tubman. She looked like a black man. But her face. <laughs> <laughs> we don't control this. Which is why. If you a black man or black woman and you chasing Gucci, you chasing Prada, you 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 think that Hermes or whatever the fuck belt is makes you a player, that Lexus mean more to you, that Beamer mean more than you than being black, you're lost. Mm -hmm. Now you can have nice things, but that's not who you are. You know what I'm saying? Who you are? Who are we, Zo? Whoever uh, this oppressed system told us we were. Mm. And that's yeah, why we, that's why it's so easy for us to dog each other. Yeah. Damn. Do you understand? I'm sorry, Harriet. I apologize. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. It, it, it mean no harm, auntie. It, yeah, yeah, it, it mean, mean no, no harm. harm. It's real, though. We dog each other because that's how we feel powerful mm. when, in fact, we're powerless. The system says, hey, nigga, do what the fuck I tell you to do. So you could get these bio survival tickets called money. You say, well, no, nah, I don't want to follow your rules. So what, what, what do you naturally do to get those bio survival tickets? You hustle. And then in hustling, you run the risk of what? Prison. Prison. Getting yes. locked into another system of yes. control. Right. Right? Or death. So now you live in this society that's a sick society that says you can't be a father or a man without what's in your wallet then it produces the motherfucker who does go out and makes the money right but has nothing inside to give because he has to marginalize himself out in the world mm. in order to bring the shit back that's called the emotionless provider how many daddies that just getting beat up by the world in order to bring a check back home but ain't got nothing internal to give to the child mm. yes you I, I got backpacks you got I shoes you got lunch you got all that shit but you don't have me really mm -hmm. right. because all of that is left out there fighting damn nigga you know my daddy <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's easy <laughs> but that's why it's easy to turn around and I'm say this nigga ain't shit yep. i'm doing better than this nigga really 
Somebody Na- said excuses. Hey, name a, uh, I don't give a fuck what they talking about. They don't know me. They some goofy ass niggas too. That Thanks. listen. Go ahead. This is what I'm gonna do for you, nigga. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put the camera. Put the camera on. Them. This is what I'm. A, this is what I do for niggas, right? If I'm a, if I consider myself a leader and a teacher, I have done nothing for you if you don't leave me thinking you're the same or greater. In our society, what we tend to do is say, because I think I'm doing better than you, right? Because I think I'm better than you, right? I'm going to protect whatever imaginary plateau I've put myself on. And when you get close to it, I'm going to knock you down a peg to remind you that I helped you. Do you understand? That's, that's, that's black, white racism. Right. That's uh, what's Clayton Bigsby, my nigga. Yep. Do you understand what I'm saying? Again, if I give a fuck about my people, why do I get so much joy out of embarrassing them? Right. Right. Why do my nuts hang lower when I feel like I'm above my brother? That's because you're not about unity. You're not about community. You're not about healing what the fuck is wrong with us. Now, if you say you are in one breath and then manifest the opposite in your behavior, what is that? Hypocrisy. We all know that words don't mean shit, though. That's what I'm saying. They mean something. Well, actually, they do. They mean something. Go ahead, those. Like, like the actions is gonna be what, what you gotta judge a nigga on. Like you can, you can say this. You can a nigga can tell you I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm this. I'm that. Whatever. All right. Well, we you go at the end of the day, the truth is gonna be there. Like you gonna have to, you have to show me something. Right. So it's like I, I understand what you're saying. And I agree with you 100 percent with a caveat. If I judge the nigga on 100 percent of his actions. I wouldn't and have no friends. Now watch this. I wouldn't have no friends. <laughs> I wouldn't have no And that's the realest hey. And that's the realest shit in the world. You know why? Intelligent motherfuckers across the world talk about something called context. Right? If you talking to a relationship specialist, they'll say the 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 the, the highest functioning relationships are those that have flexible beliefs. When you bottom line it to a nigga's behavior, you fall into what psychologists call black and white thinking. It's either this or that. Mm. It lacks in, it lacks flexibility. It's what lacks subtext. Now and, and subtext. Right. So watch this. If I'm gonna fucking sit down with you and say, you said A, B, C, D, and E, but you only produced on A and E. You didn't produce on these other two. What am I going to find out to ascertain if you a fuck nigga or not? Well, in sports, every area of sports has something called intent. Did this motherfucker intend to sock you in the nuts in the ring? Or was it accidental? There's context there. Is this a flagrant one or a flagrant two? Is this a basketball move or a non-basketball? You have to ascertain... The intent behind why somebody does something or something didn't happen. Right. If we get into black and white, nigga, it's just behavior. Ain't that the language? No disrespect to you, brother. Ain't that the language that sisters speak? Right. 
with regards to how men are supposed to get down. Right. Right? Right. Nigga, okay. it's all about your behavior, sir. Well, guess what? Niggas lie through behavior. Definitely. That's our most effective way to lie is through our behavior to women. Mm. And guess what? Our intention for why we lying, I'm going to go to church. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do all the shit she wants me to do because action speaks louder than words to her. Right. Now, once I achieve my intent, my goal, right, then I'm going to act different. People say, well, you used to do this, you used to do that, and now you're doing something different. Well, I've achieved my intent. Right. Now, watch this. Ask a woman who that's happened to, and what will she say? She'll say, my intuition told me that you was on some fuck shit. I just didn't listen. Right. Well, a female's intuition is connected to a male's intention beyond his behavior. Right. So now, if you start listening to your intuition, even though he acting right, you may get a clearer insight on why he's acting right. Right. That's called nuance. That's called the subtle aspect, the subtext of things. Right. But niggas ain't doing that shit. Man. I can't bottom line you, brother, and say, either you do this or you, f or you on some bullshit. No. I'm going to say why you didn't do it. What happened? And then I'm going to ascertain if... You know, where where we at with that? And let's see what you do moving forward. I'm not going to just put you out because you didn't deliver. I'm not going to do that. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yes, sir. Man, I ain't going to lie. I drank a little bit halfway through. I was... Nigga took me on a wild one, man. That's beautiful. <laughs> so how do you... How do, how do you get clearer... And conveying action with words so there is no miscommunication or misunderstanding and a woman can't allow her intuition to dictate a situation you know what I'm saying don't be so declarative don't be so definitive this is what I'd like to accomplish this is what I'm working on these are projects that are in progress Oftentimes, nigga want to feel like he got to present a complete package. Mm. Everything is already done. Everything is already presented. Here's what you have to choose from. No. Tell the truth about how this is your outcome. This is your desired outcome. And this is where you are in the motherfucking process. A lot of niggas want to present themselves as a finished product. When in actuality, these motherfuckers are in disarray and still under construction. So when I'm dealing with a woman, I'm supposed right. to say, this is where I want to be, and this is where I am in relation to I, where I want to be. Right. If you want to stick if you want to stick with me and you allow me to guide you as a man, you have to understand that this is where the fuck I'm at. So we can't let her imagination or her, you know, whatever take control of the situation we have to she has to know where she is where she stands in that process and we don't need to put a timeline on how long it's going to take to get you there. can't guide a woman until you defeat yourself explain that as long as you got unhealed trauma darkness shadow work to do there's no way you're going to be able to guide a woman what she's actually going to do is reflect you back to you she's going to reflect your brokenness right back to you 
You can't lead her anywhere when you fucked up. June, and looking back, have you ever been in a situation where you were like, damn, with this broad, I, I probably, this fucked up because I wasn't the leader I was supposed to be. Yup. I can admit that, too. Definitely. But I'm not going to say she had her faults, but she did. But I can admit my fuck-ups and where I could have been stronger and I know my weak points where I was weak. But now, as of today, I'm a whole different man from that. Like, I learned from that. Right. Because I, I know where I was wrong and I know... What I could have done better. So let's go back to that old June. You're talking yeah. to the old June. Yeah. You don't have to say. Let's give a specific scenario that a younger nigga watching could look at and be like, "God damn, I did that same shit." June, June that same shit June right. did, man. Right. How, June, tell me how to get out of this situation, nigga. Like, what should I do? Give a specific scenario if you want to. Well, I mean, if you if, as far as dealing with a woman, yeah. you you, you got to say y'all live together. I'm just going on my experiences. Right. You know, look, we're going to say the rent. You don't go gamble the rent. You know what I'm saying? Put it on the dice. Nigga, that's for the roof over the head. What is you doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't take them chances, my nigga. Just put it where it's supposed to go, and you can live for tomorrow. Your bra won't be mad at you. Right. You know, and all that old good shit. Bronco. Some game for the young niggas, man. A mistake you may have made with the broads. Where you felt like you wasn't being the leader you were supposed to be. Give some game to a young nigga that, will, that might be in that situation to, to articulate his way out of it and come out on top. I'm, I sit in the curly head nigga section. So. <laughs> 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 bleachers, so. Talk you know, about it, nigga. You know. Being the honey, well, I sit in the curly head nigga section of the bleachers, so I get the fuck in the section of the bleachers and shit that, they, that other niggas don't get the fuck in. But even in that section of the bleachers where I'm fucking it, I can fuck up up there too. Well, talk about it. You know, so just having, just just thinking that you being a player, when being a player ain't all it's cracked up to be because you actually be hurting some good people's feelings and shit and you damage them for the yeah, future of whatever their life is going to be. And you're unaware of those things when you immature. And then when you start to be a grown-up and you look back on those things, so... It would come across as you miss that, that good, those good graces. You miss those woman curves. I'm not gonna say nothing derogatory, but you miss being in a nice place with her, and that's probably what you miss. But really, that's that's a, a misinterpretation for you know you fucked up, and there's no chance of you being able to get back with that person. But you can make the right move with the person that you with or the person that you eventually get with. So it's a, a learning curve on both sides of it. That's mm. that's that's that is so true. Uh, he, niggas is asking me about my lick, <laughs> so uh, let me tie my lick into into the truth of what my brother just said. Uh, Make sure y'all smash the yeah. like button. Like button. Oh, man, gotta be up to seven thousand. So, so before you answer, did you buy a shirt? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I was thinking about buying a shirt for real. So if you would have worn a shirt on the show, that's uh, crazy. Right? I thought the, I thought the fucking shirt was his, hysterical. I, I thought it was funny. Uh, um, that nigga Brandon still. <laughs> I love the shirt. Bro, if he came in with that shirt on, bro, uh, <laughs> that would shut this motherfucker. That shit is that's fucking hysterical. Uh, but I'll say this: uh, your triggers are dating. People don't understand that. Your darkness is dating. Mm -hmm. You're not just dating the external. You're dating what hasn't been fixed. Oh, wait. That's why they're in your life. They're there to teach you through conflict. That's what Carl Jung said. He said, the unconscious is trying to 
well its way up to your conscious mind through relationship so it can have conflict to be resolved. You met that girl you think by accident? You met this brother by accident? No. Your triggers are dating. That's why the trigger relates. Like, have you ever noticed how in the fuck does this person get on my nerve more than anybody else? Right. The trigger is dating. Right? Why is it being triggered? The trigger is like an indicator in your car. Right. It's saying, deal with this issue. Not blame your partner for this light going off. Mm. It's, no, you deal with this issue. That's why this person is here reflecting this shit. That's heavy. Broadway? Um, I have something to contribute to that. Young fellas, if she says shit like, I don't give a fuck, or... I'm crazy as a motherfucker. You don't know me. Believe her. Bronco, you sound, you look confused about what he just said. Did you, you had a question to clarify that? No, I'm just talking that, man. All right. That's why I love this motherfucker right here. <laughs> I just met this motherfucker he today. I love this motherfucker. He's one of the guys that thinks before he talks. We're going. That's a reflection of you right here. Come on. For real, it is. Well, and and, and oh. I accept it. And I'm a reflection of Corey. Definitely. And Corey is a reflection yeah. of me. Corey, a real dude, man. He is. I have never seen this guy in my life, but he told me. I ran into him at the mall recently. Right. I never met him, but I could feel the energy when I walked past. But, you know, we was kind of like, he was trying to buck up, too. Like, he got some size. Well, me? Yeah, at the cash Yeah, I seen it. I was going to fold him, but then he got the Hold on. I was looking at the corner of my eye like I'm watching this. He's going to go so I walked past, he was like, man, you know, it was all positive, like, you June, I'm like, yeah, I rap, whatever, and then, you know, we touched bases, and, you know, here I am, he kept his word as a real man, like real men do, you know, he got me here, and, you know, it's all love, and it's all appreciative, so that just says your, your character right there. Definitely. You know right. what I'm saying? You, you say, you do what you say. Definitely. You say what you do. Right. Well, man, one thing I learned, man, is I ain't perfect, but I'm really about my people, man. You know what I'm saying? And we've been misled. We've been misinformed. And there's a lot of uh, things that we have to deconstruct and get to the core of who we really are. You know what I'm saying? We happen to be, you know, we happen to be prisoners and, 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 and captives in a country that don't love us. And we all have an experience that we feel is unique, but it's not. We're oppressed by the same oppressor. You know what I'm saying? And maybe the way we deal with it as individuals is different, but the stress that it puts on our lives, our families' lives, the shit that we have to duck, you know, you know, the the shit that we have to do to survive is more than just the average motherfucker has to deal with. So when I see another black man, I see that in him. I understand the struggle off top. I don't have to know your name. I don't give a fuck what hood you from. I don't care where you grew up at. None of that shit, my nigga. When I see a black man, I see me. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what Craig Facts is all about, man. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. I want everybody to uh you, you everybody gonna get a shot to tell everybody where they can find you. We'll start with Broadway, man. If you're speaking to the mic, tell them where they can find you on social media. Uh you can find me at J Broadzilla on Instagram. That's right, man. Tell them where they can find you, Bronco. Bronx the Great T C on Instagram. That's right. Check him out. Tell them where they can find you, June. June the one, J-U-N-E underscore T-H-A-1 at Instagram, or you can find my merchandise on FigFreshClothingLine.com. All right, most definitely. I'm going to have y'all get up, and I'm going to have a regular cast and crew sit down. I really appreciate y'all brothers coming through. You know what I'm saying? Real spit, man. 
Y'all niggas didn't really get to say much this episode, man. Yeah, but like I love y'all niggas. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I love yeah, y'all niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Before honor, man. It's yeah. all good. Hey, you can check me out on IG at IAM Charlie Newhart. Listen, I want to appreciate and thank everybody that's been subscribing to my YouTube. I'm trying to get to 3K by the end of the month. Y'all help me out. Charlie Newhart on YouTube, man. That's right. Dunk, tell them where you at. Instagram, Mr. Duncan Penny Hughes. Rest in peace, my nigga Day Day Smooth. He lost his life today. Well, heart RP, attack. Man. 82 oh, man. years old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, happy birthday to my, my other, one of my best friends that died last year. It's his birthday today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Darius Perkins. I'm saying happy birthday to you, my nigga. And, uh, you know I mean? Follow me. Uh, uh, yeah, Instagram and uh, uh, my album, Sepio Section, uh, February 14th. Man, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Good show, Craig Facts, man. Great questions, Brandon and Craig. Yes. Great question. I appreciate you, Zoe, for coming on, being 100. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then again, those lessons in the shit, like we always said, you know, there are no perfect messengers, only perfect messages. While niggas is judging and shit, you missing the message. His messaging what his messages and what Corey said, his messages and what Zoe said. Mind your own goddamn business when it comes to the drama and get the jewels and mind your own fucking business after that. So yeah, so I just wanted to say that shit real quick. Hotepish.com. Uh we we're gonna have that intelligent ish talk the rest of this week. I'm gonna break down that little bullshit ass Bill Biden sign talking about racism. When he, was, when he was only talking about Asians mm. and all you niggas are celebrating for no goddamn reason, we're going to break that shit down tonight. And then, uh, so yeah, holla at me. So tell them where they can find you, G. On IG at, at Mr. Zo What. Those. Hey, yo, man. Chat, chat, chat with Quentin. Hey! 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 hey. hey. Hey, y'all know where to find me. Regular underscore DOZ, man. Holla at me. No, I just, well, uh, let's get up for Zoma. It was a great show, man. Thank you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? We we had, we had, we had Corey tell his side last week. Uh, He told his truth. Zoe told his truth this week. Uh, He didn't dodge any of the tough questions we asked. Uh, We know we can't make everybody happy with the questions, but, uh, we definitely challenged them, and thank you for telling your truth. Instagram is B12World, letter B12World. Go to the website, thecraigsmith.com. If you want to sponsor the podcast, put an ad in one of the commercial breaks that we have. Go to the website, thecraigsmith.com. Click the contact page or the bright yellow button. Put in the description exactly what you're looking for. Also, subscribe to the Patreon. It is the Craig Smith. Uh, we got exclusive content we're putting on there as well. That's it, man. Go ahead, Craig. Hell yeah, man. Look, if I owe you something, I'm not going to be able to give it to you. But if you want it, you can get it from God, nigga. That's been this episode. <laughs> hey, the homie, the, the homie June got a, a videographer here, man. He just want to interview people, let people know he was on the show, man. So if y'all can stay around a little bit. Yeah. Let, 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 let some video shots of his own. Yeah, on the show. What are we doing? <laughs>